welcome to the Mudhorn Clan cast on the Fangirl Zone. I'm Sean Fangirl S. I'm Steve. And I'm Beskar Dave. Today we're talking about Chapter 5 of Season 1 of the Book of Boba Fett titled The Return of the Mandalorian. Written by John Favreau and directed by Bryce Dallas Howard and she did an awesome job. She yes. did. I did not realize she was the director on this one until the very end. I was like, oh, I feel like she doesn't have any specific style because like, she does so many different things. Yeah, she can do just about anything. (laughs) Yeah. Her very personal was kind of rough, I thought, just simplistic. I think she's found her groove for sure. Right. I think it really depends on where they're going with the story. I think she's kind of like my interview style. She goes where it leads her instead of, no, we have to do this, this, this. That's how I kind of feel. But let's jump into some initial reactions because I have an added reaction when we get to mine. So... (laughs) (laughs) Steve, what was your reaction watching this one? Well, I did not think we would see an episode without Boba, but by God, we did. But wow, what a way to (laughs) bring Mando back. I guess we're looking at this as what, season three, episode zero? (laughs) Oh, yeah, kind of like, yeah, the intro one. But what an episode. That was amazing. Dave, what were your initial reactions? Oh, I loved it. After last week's tease, when they played the Mando music, I'm like, come on, Mando. And their first shot in the slaughterhouse, you're looking through those plastic flaps. Those things are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm looking, and I'm like, well, that's either Boba or Mando. And then you can see, you could even see the spear yeah. through the flaps. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> awesome. So I have a twofold reaction because watch this with my husband. So the second we see Mando, his reaction was, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a spear reaction, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then my reaction for the the whole thing, I was like, all right, yeah, damn! <laughs> so I loved the way it went. I'm glad we got a couple characters back. And I knew when the one character popped up on screen, I'm like, why does that name sound familiar? And <laughs> I did not realize till until he announced who he was and why. The Black Saber was important. It's like, oh, okay. So I feel like we're going to be getting some more people popping up because of where the Mandalorian is supposed to go. So I think it's all going to come into play. And there was a couple little moments. I will say that. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. So, yeah, it, it was a great episode. Total thumbs up. I thought it was hilarious at the very end, too. Like, I thought that security was off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Yeah, the second half was as much fun as the first half was dark and scary. Right. Yes. All right, let's get into ratings, Dave. Okay. Well, I was going to give it five out of five burnt thighs, but that sounded a little negative. <laughs> so I, I'm going to give it five out of five turbonic venturi power assimilators. Wow. Nice. John? The fact that you even... Like, remembered what that thing was called. (laughs) What? (laughs) Since I did really enjoy it, I'm going to give it five out of five little dancing puppy robots, because it was like a puppy thing. (laughs) Well, I'm going to give it 4.5 out of five pyrogenic (laughs) density combustion boosters. I think you guys are killing me. (laughs) Why did you subtract 0.5, Steve? What bothered you? No boba. No Boba. Oh well, yeah, I guess if it's called Boba Fett, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could. I was expecting to see Boba show up in Mos Eisley along with Finnick, not just Finnick, 
granted, it was great that Phoenix didn't show up, but still, I needed Boba there, too. <laughs> Should it be 4.75? Because you got some feather. <laughs> yeah, they, should ha- so- they could have had a little, like, hologram Boba and be like, I need to speak with you. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. That, that would have put it over the edge for him. She opens right. her hand has a little projection thing. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, her ball. Oh, yeah. that little, that little uh, drone thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has to make sure it's it's not set on kill or anything before. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me set it for uh, <laughs> movies. Gram. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I have an an awesome episode recap if you'd like to hear it. I yes, <laughs> I'm on pins and needles, Dave. Okay, this is up there with uh, okay. Gettysburg Address. <laughs> yeah, I would say prepare yourself. It's like Hamlet here. <laughs> okay, ready? Yes. An unexpected ally emerges. <gasps> this pump. This pump. I'm clutching my pearls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clutching my spear. I'm telling you, these these recaps are killing me. Yes. <laughs> they just crack me up. Okay, so shall we jump into the episode itself? Sure. Good. All right. I love the little title that I was given here, so I have to share this with everyone. Bring me the head of the weird dog man alien. <laughs> Yeah, you supposed to be, they were in a dog food man alien like slaughterhouse. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell the difference between what's an animal and what's an alien on that show. How do we know? Right. Oh my Absolutely. gosh. <laughs> now that you say that, now I'm all like, I hope nobody's eating meat. For all I know, it could be could be parrot ladies. Oh my <laughs> gang, god. Boss gang parrot ladies that this guy's chopping up. You never know. It was weird. Now, yeah. I will have to say at the very end when you have the drawings, which I love yeah. those things, and they were all like the weird heads instead of like the carcasses. I'm like, that would have been a little creepier, I think. Yeah. Like just have the heads hanging there. It's like, oh, okay. But let's move past that. Like Dave mentioned, walking into the slaughterhouse, that's the only way you can say it. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And again, now that's going to be stuck in my head. What were they cutting up? Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. So everyone out there in Star Wars land is going to be like, oh, God, what? Now everybody can be horrified along with me. Right. Well, at least it wasn't Gamorrean. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but here's a boomer reference. This Uh-oh. is how gross the previous generations were. When I would go into, like, delis and meat markets and stuff like that, they would have a head of something in the display. Right. Yes, Usually a absolutely. pig or something like that. And as a little kid, you walk by and like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, what's that doing there? Second of all, people eat it? <laughs> hey, you didn't let anything go to waste, I guess, back in the day. Oh, God. Yeah, my father used to get, uh, they used to bring the bananas in in bunches. This is the previous, previous generation. <laughs> <laughs> and they would split them apart in the store for little bunches. And then they'd pull the uh, spiders out of it, tarantulas, ah. and put them in glass jars for kids to buy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. No. No, that was that was his generation. No, I got goosebumps, and not in a good way. It's like Ugh, creepy crawlies. So now all the kids out there are like, "Hey, I want that." <laughs> like, wait, you could get tarantulas like on the cheek. My free spider. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the weird slaughterhouse. So Amanda walks in. I t- I could tell it was him right away because of the spear. Even I thought you were starting one. with a joke there for a second. Yeah, yes. Amanda <laughs> walks in. So Amanda walks into a bar with a spear <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> And he meets uh, Kaba Baez. Is it Baez or Baez? And he's got a bounty. And this guy's a real... Oh, he's got a pair on him, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. 
you you knew right then it was him with him acting so smug. Yeah, like, I don't know yeah. who that is. It's like, oh, you it's sure you, you want to be this cool? I mean, he's surrounded yeah, right? by his fellow uh, pack or puppies, <laughs> his litter, <laughs> whatever. Oh my god! <laughs> and he says, "I got a bounty," and he's just playing it cool, like, a, "Well, I don't know who that is, but if I see him, I'll tell him you come by." Like, oh god, this guy's asking for it, and so he he takes Mando. I I, I can't call him Dinjarin all the time, but I will. Romano takes out the little projector and says, well, that doesn't even look like me. <laughs> Everybody says that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah. And Mando goes, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. Yeah. I was a little sad because he's back to bounty hunting. I'm like, what's he doing yes. after the kid? I'm like, oh, he has to work for a living. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. He's, gotta, he's trying to make the money so he can go get the kid is what I'm thinking. I guess. I well, he's got to pay for a new ship. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, he still has to be a killer, though. And he he had gone to the the good side. Now he's like edging towards the dark side if he can do that. I honestly but, didn't think he was going to kill him. I thought he was going to like freeze him. But then, I'm like, oh wait, that whole thing was on his ship, right? And I was like, oh yeah, I guess he can. Yeah, right. No carbonite. So he gets bitten. Anybody surprised to see that? Guy runs no. over like a dog and bites him. <laughs> I was laughing because I wasn't. I honestly wasn't expecting that. Because I'm like, okay, they oh. look like dogs. They're not going to go that route. I'm like, oh, they went that route. <laughs> Should have gone after his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I had heard more growling, though. Yeah. <laughs> so out comes the dark saber. And I was like, oh, what's your I reaction was, to seeing that? I'm saying, I think that's everybody's reaction. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, my husband at that time was like, wait, I thought he gave it to. I'm like, no, she said she couldn't have it if they didn't win it in battle. He's like, oh, yeah, right. Which didn't make sense after watching Rebels, because that was so different. I wonder why she's not following him around, waiting for right. people. Yeah. <laughs> Let's settle this. Well, maybe that's why he's on a mission, to go back to Mandalore. I was a little and... sad to see him using it for his as a workplace tool. Yeah. <laughs> it was odd. Like, doesn't he know how to work this thing? He's dragging it across the floor. I, I had no idea what was going on, and he even burned himself with it. Right. But, but the, the coup de grace on... Uh, I don't know what's his name. Kaba. Holy smokes. <laughs> when that happened, it's like, that's what I sent you guys all the messages. It's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Was not expecting him to just be like, all right, we're done. But I love when he walks out of there then holding that. I mean, it was yeah. bag. very Medusa like in the bag. But he's like, hey, you can let me pass because this dude's dead and go get those credits or we can fight. It's like, what do you want to do? I love they're like, wait, wait. He's dead. And dogs are like, we can buy a lot of treats with this. It wasn't even one of those guys that broke first, right? It was a whole different alien. Was it? I thought it was just an uglier one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was one of the, the other ones. They're like, screw this. I'm going to go get yeah. some money. Bye. Funny. I really expected to start hearing a fight in there, though. It's like, no, that's mine. No, you can't have it. That reminded me of the movie Seven, where the guy goes, what's in the box? No, it's in <laughs> At the very end. Oh, that took me so long to figure out what it was, too. Oh, God. I was young. And I oh, went yeah. out for McRibs after that with my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we were, like, chomping away at him. Mmm, these are good ribs. Oh, my God. I loved it when he leaves the place. We get to see what appears to be the same X-34 landspeeder that Luke used on Tatooine. I, I didn't even noticed. notice it. Yeah. Yep. And oh. then we get the awkward elevator ride. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, going on the hilarious. ring world. Yeah. I thought of Halo when I saw that. 
<laughs> okay, I actually thought of Ringworld. I don't know if you've ever read the book. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know that was a thing in Star Wars. But the book is very odd, by the way. Not a Star Wars book. It's an Asimov book. It's a lot to take in. But I loved how the, the one alien just kind of looks over all slow. <laughs> then it's like, nope, nope, not looking at you. I, yeah. I was expecting that step to the left. Like, yeah, yeah move over right, here. yeah. I'm sure you want to mess with Captain America in the same elevator. Right. <laughs> and uh, the bird lady. I know we've seen that alien species before. Yeah. But I can't place where. And I just called her parrot face. <laughs> I'm sure all purists are mad at us now. Yeah, sorry, there's a lot, guys. I do not have a giant compendium to know what every alien is. Maybe we Yeah, we that. should. Like that you know that had to be the grass. nicest yeah the nicest bar we ever seen in Star Wars oh absolutely We've usually out of the dancing. far west yeah yeah everything was clean it was weird I love the dancing because I was like oh is that dancing or is that drunken standing I couldn't quite <laughs> tell what it was but I went, oh please sit sit it's like you know what no give me my money give me my information oh and he didn't even want the money no he wanted the information which I'm like don't you get both. Yeah, take the money. Yeah, right. Take the money and run. I love when he goes down, though, when he's finally done. And that little quip as he's leaving, though. Put that thing on ice. Yeah. <laughs> goes down into the under section. And we do finally get to see him, like, hurt. Because he's, I mean, we knew he was. I honestly yeah. had thought it was a blaster that hit him. I didn't realize it was the saber. Right. Until he was explaining it. Yeah. But yeah. when he gets Ouch. down and he tries to, like, go down the ladder, I'm like, don't you have a rocket pass? <laughs> you have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, because that would have been a long way down, right? Long fall there. Yep, those ring rolls had to spin to create gravity. Yep. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That's a lot of green screen work. I, I don't know how much practical effect goes into that. Maybe the close-ups when a door opens or something like that. But walking along those streets, that's just it has to be green screen. Include a lot of the other stuff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they've got the moved away from the big screen they've got this huge thing that they've got now oh right the whole wall yeah (laughs) that's amazing all all those shots were amazing yes it was and to think that this isn't a movie this is just for small screen yeah that's a heck of a budget is what i'm thinking but we get to see what's left of the (laughs) tribe the covert (laughs) yeah i forgot what they were called it's been a minute so we have the armorer which i was excited to see because it was kind of questionable at the end when we seen her in season one. Right. Whether yeah, she, she survived or not. Out or not. Yeah. <laughs> but the I thought she was the only one. Good. So the fact that we had that other one, I was like, oh, it was Paz. Visla? Vislu. Visla. Yeah, Paz Visla. Did you say Paz? Paz. Oh, no, but I, I don't doubt he has a Paz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paz, he Paz. needs a Paz, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that somebody noted on the internet. Maybe it was one of the reviews that, uh, first of all, armor is awesome. And all the voices are awesome through the helmet. She's got those little points on her helmet. Right. You know, and that's reminiscent of Darth Maul's head. <laughs> yeah. It's like the yeah. little horns. I wonder if they uh, they did fight together at one point well, during that war of Mandalore. I keep forgetting Katie Sackhoff's uh, character's name. But didn't she say that they were, like, the group that Mando's with are, like, the extremists and they were with him? Yeah. With Darth Maul? Yeah. So, somebody just wondered if that was in homage to Darth Maul, which would be kind of weird, I think. Right. Depends on when she made it, or had it made, because they normally pass it down through their families. 
So maybe her mom or her dad was a big supporter of Darth Maul. She's like, well, I'm not changing it. That's too much Does work. She spend a lot of time with Paz Vizsla and they're not making preparations to uh, <clears throat> pass it on to their <laughs> ancestors. With, with helmets on. Yeah, <laughs> baby helmets. <laughs> Darth Maul surprises. What? Oh, I was going to say, speaking of little baby helmets, I was going to say, with what was happening, what you guys thought might have been made, but what were you going to say first? I said, I was a little surprised to just take the uh, dark saber and open it up. I'm like, hold on a second. It's that mystical. Everyone can just hand it around. I thought, I'm not surprised to see him part with it, but to her to take it and use it. You have to win it by Creed, and she's like holding it like it's one of the most sacred possessions. Do you know the story of this? Yeah, I know the story. Yeah. But we do get a much bigger version of it, at least. Yeah, cooling effects. That was awesome, too. Yes. <laughs> they, they said they weighed lace to the planet. They weren't kidding. No, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> that was insane. Because, like I said, we had just finished watching Rebels, and that hadn't happened. So just trying to figure out in the timeline, too, when do they kind of knock them all out and they're all scattered. Yeah, we don't know too much of the moon story. It was a good thing they were on the moon, but how many were on the moon? Oh, and where'd they go? Were they chased off the moon? Is Mando going to go to the moon first when he goes back? Because we know he's going to be on a, another mission now. There's a lot of missions that are going to happen. Yeah, set up for season three. So we heard, yeah, we heard the quick story about Tar Vizsla a thousand years ago. He's the first Mandalorian to become a, a Jedi. And then uh, the armorer uh, offers him to join the covert. And then the next thing we know, they're starting the furnace up. I thought that was great. I love how yeah. it's like, what? You just have a portable furnace? What are you doing? Yes. <laughs> does this pack away? It's crazy. And I was a little disappointed about the spear thing. Yeah. It's like, why do you have that? That's not what, what Beskar is for. It's like, it saved his life. Yeah, yeah. That's how he won it in combat. But like I said, it, it was interesting because that was solid, obviously. A pretty big spear. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> and uh, well, I'd have to measure about ten times. So. <laughs> and then what? What we get end game there? I was like, I was joking around. It's like, oh, he made a little silver ball for him or something. But I mean, we seen chainmail links. Yeah, right. Well, it fit in in his hand. Right. So that couldn't have been all the best scar then either, right? Hard to say. I, I, I was thinking he's just making him a little vest. If he yeah. makes him a little a little helmet, that'd be cool. <laughs> I was thinking it was, but I'm like, that's teeny tiny. That's not going to fit on his head. But I loved how when he looks at it later, the way it's tied, it's like, oh, it's little Grogu's head. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone's practicing that now. Yep. In, so in like, addition. Yeah. I was just, what do you guys think it is other than like maybe a little vest or something? Yeah, I think it's a little vest. Yep. I kind of do too. I really don't know what could be that small. Yeah. Like, I am <laughs> okay. honestly just in. Like a giant question mark over my head. I look like a cartoon character because well, they did show him spilled on the uh, on the tabletop, but I don't know how much of a hand we saw with that. So they they could be a lot smaller than we think. Right. Oh, you know what? Okay, because I'm just thinking. Well, you seen the chainmail, and I'm thinking, well, it's big, big rings. But yeah, you know what? When you say that, that makes sense. But still, how are you going to be able to pack it down into a little tiny <laughs> golf ball size? I also thought it might he made a little. Uh, clan badge out of it but they they kept saying armor and he's making armor so i have right. to go with that yep. i was and, thinking it was going to be a badge originally like the uh mudhorn for him and yeah the clan. yeah yeah she also mentioned the the mythosaur i got a feeling we're gonna see one that would be awesome yeah oh, i wonder 
I wonder if there's one down in the mines or beneath the mines, I should say. Right. So you have to defeat one day when he jumps in the uh, sacred water or whatever he has to do down there. And we do actually find out that Moff Gideon is in the custody of New Republic. So, and that he was the one who actually did the great purge on Mandalore. So it's like, oh, okay, we now have more reason for Mandalorians to hate Moff Gideon. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much to unpack, and it wasn't. I mean, truly, I don't feel like it was that long of a scene with just that the the dialogue that we had gotten. But I feel like packed because we got oh, like, plenty all to of this stuff. It's like, oh, okay, what's going to happen? Where, well, that could lead here. That can lead here. Oh, rabbit holes everywhere, basically. It makes me think that, uh, well, Mando brings up Bo-Katan, Kreese. And so uh, the armor goes into the story of the Saber some more. You know, it was gifted to her. And uh, I guess they strayed away from... The way, lost the way, and they lost their world. And that's probably a big reason why she wouldn't take it from them, because she just took it before, and now, after the rule of it, she pretty much bears responsibility, if you believe in the mythology, that her home world was was ruined because of her. That's more than likely why she wanted it back so badly, I would think. That she wanted to fix what happened under her rule. Right, absolutely. That makes sense. That's a lot of sense. (laughs) That's a huge do-over. Yeah. (laughs) Rewind. Don't worry, guys. I got it this time. Like, mm, maybe not. I did like that the armor was actually teaching him to use the saber. And I thought it was interesting because I think I had questioned like a long time ago if there was ever a Mandalorian Jedi, which we found out forever ago there was. Yep. If somehow she may have been one too, because she knew a whole lot about that saber. She's like, no, you're fighting against it. That's why it's getting heavier. And, and she seemed to. I don't know if I want to say she seemed to want him to have it, but well, he wanted pretty good with him having it. Yeah, yep. only because that's by creed. Oh, and because she's all a traditionalist. She's all, oh, she's all up into that. It gets a little obnoxious. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, she's definitely hardline. Yeah, he's not fighting with the blade. He's he's fighting against it. Yeah, which I thought that was weird to say because I'm like trying to picture. I was like, I don't understand. And then again, trying to go back to. Rebels, when we seen them training, God, I can't remember anybody's name now, but she was able to start wielding it pretty easily. Like, she, didn't fight, she didn't fight with it. That's a different. Time. Ooh, uh, but the she was training. No, 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 no in Rebels. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's against Creed. It makes you wonder how did Moff uh, Gideon it was able to wield it so expertly? He wasn't a Sith. Yeah, was assumed he was. That's why he I was don't... able to do it because it's a saber and a lightsaber in there taught how to do that originally. I don't know if he's a Sith or not. No matter who you are, you'd have to have a certain amount of training to wield it, right? Because you have to attack your opponent with it and not fight the blade. How does he know that unless, I don't know. I'm assuming the Emperor told him. Or small. (laughs) Some baddie told him, okay, this is what you do. I guess. At this point, I had written in my notes I was going to give it five out of five bitchy armorers. (laughs) (laughs) Because she was really a hard time. She, was, yeah. she had her uh, tools, and she's, like, banging away at the guy, including hitting Din Djarin on his head and then lifting his chin with one of the other tools. Pay attention. <laughs> I was like, now, you had to know me. that with Vizsla there, I kind of feel like this was almost a setup. As soon as he shows up and he has the dark saber, the armor and Paz say, okay, how does he have control of it? Which... She finds out he doesn't, then, oh, 
Okay, well, Paz says, ah, this is my ancestry. It's mine, and let's get to it. Yeah. I'm like, there's three of you left for this little clan, and you're like, I'm going <sighs> to kill you. It's done. I want that. And I'm like, oh, I felt like it was a power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely kind of moment. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I thought it was going to go, and I love the armor. It's like, I could feel her eye roll, like, behind <laughs> her helmet. I will tell you that. Feel it. I can feel it. And then, do you accept this? If, after he's watching him, like, not be able to lift it up, he's like, yeah, I got this. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> that's why I feel like she, at that point, she's just like, all right, fine, let's go. <laughs> I'm going to stop so nobody dies because there's only three of us left. Yeah, he didn't exactly concede. She just called a fight. It's like, he can kill you. Or it's a good thing, uh, yeah, it's a good thing Din Jaren has more guile. And the other guy's, uh, uh, Paz is like a blunt instrument because yeah. he, Mando lost the sword. He wasn't doing too well, but no. <laughs> when Paz tries to take his wing, he, he gets it stuck in that big girder or pipe or whatever it was. And that's what gives, uh, Din Djarin his opportunity to turn the fight on him. Otherwise, it wasn't going that well. Well, I think after he realized, okay, well, I don't have to fight with the saber. It's right. like, oh, I can just fight. All right. I got this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, man, let me, get, let me do this. And knowing what he learned from the armor, the more you fight against the saber, the heavier it gets. It was going to happen for Vizsla, and it was just going to yeah. kind of give him the advantage then, because Musclehead over here thinks he got everything <laughs> under control. He's trying to pull it out of the pipe. <laughs> Poor dope. But <laughs> intimated that they were kind of planned this whole thing. Maybe they did, maybe they did. Test him to see how he knows how to use the black saber. He did. Right. And then once he won it back, Anyway, she decides to push him further. Ever take right. your, helmet, your helmet off? I uh, says, like, of course not. And Mando just stands there kind of going, uh, 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 <laughs> should I tell her? Like, yeah. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> see, he could have said, yes, a robot removed it to heal me. And yeah. it wouldn't have been a lie. It just wouldn't have been the whole truth. Right. But because that I happened. don't think that would have mattered to the armorer. Yeah, he took it off to Grogu anyway. I yep. know, but if he just didn't <laughs> tell her that part. And everybody right. else in the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also well, took it off he... when they were in that fuel depot. Yep. Yep. It was the other helmet, the Stormtrooper helmet, but it's like, hmm, yeah, how's he coming back from this? I kind of felt like when she was saying all this, he was going to be like, all right, fine, I'll leave. Bye. Yeah, and uh, Paz goes, calls him an apostate. There's one guy left that they know of, and this guy decides to insult him. Right. Leave. <laughs> okay, I did not look up what that means, so what does that mean? He's against the religion, basically. Oh, yep. okay. Thank you. I yep. kind of figured He's that's what it banished. was, but I wasn't sure. A non-believer. Yep. And yet, the armorer is giving him a way back. Yeah. If Paz wants it, he should follow him to these living waters beneath the mines of Mandalore. If you can even get there, because... Yeah, really. what? The destruction on Mandalore is there may not be anything there. I think Mando's got this, but I have a tinfoil hat question more than a theory for you guys. <laughs> so I feel like the armorer knew that at some point he would have had to take off his helmet with everything that happened, and she probably got word somehow because she seems right. to be in the know. Absolutely agree with that. And I'm sure the fact that he brought up Bo Katan that now she's like, okay, he knows about the other Mandalorians and what they call us. Yeah. So do you think that all of this was to kind of help teach him? Like, 
I guess basically a teaching moment to teach him about the saber, give him more information and send him where he needs to go for his next path and to give him a way out of their strict religion because they took him as a child. I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I go way too deep? And they're like, just get out. I, I go, think go she's so yourself. hardcore. She just, she just lays out the laws as she sees. Right. Yes. And absolutely. there's no deviation from that at all. Okay. Right. See, I was going all deep, like, oh, maybe she knows, and this is the way, and she knows his path, and, and maybe she's a Jedi and has sight, and da 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 wow. She yeah, never no, turned her back on him. She's always just kneeling there waiting, so maybe she did get advanced knowledge, or maybe, maybe her security system lets her know <laughs> what's coming anyway. She's I mean, they like put 360 the view in that yeah, helmet. <laughs> they put the hints in there, so someone, Mandalore or a Mandalorian, can find their covert. Yep. Yeah, she gave uh, Paz Vizsla his chance, and she let uh, Din Djarin have his chance. So I think she's completely neutral. And and as far as sending him to the planet, hey, that's the only way to win us back. So <laughs> I don't think she wants to lose the sword forever, but she's so hardcore, maybe she should just rest beneath there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what she's thinking. Oh, yeah, it's hard, to, hard to tell because it seems like that she left when the KZs took power because... They started changing the laws for Mandalorians, mm. and and that's how their group survived because they had left Mandalore because of religious beliefs. See, right. there's a whole lot more story we can find out about Mandalore. Oh, right, absolutely, writers. there is. It's <laughs> a type in. Then we see poor Mando having to take public transportation. <laughs> oh my! God. Oh my God! That was hilarious. <laughs> And we I get the standard that. movie scene about emptying all the weapons into something, and the guy, he turns out the guy's got a million of them. Yeah. That was hilarious. I'm like, is he going to make his transport? I mean, he just keeps pulling it out. It's like, dude, dude, Yeah, dude. I know everything that's in there. That was great. That was classic. It's like, the tone got a lot lighter then. Oh, absolutely it did. With the kid. Oh, my God. Who hasn't experienced that on an airplane? With oh, absolutely. <laughs> I thought he was going to wave, but then the parent I was like, look at him, don't look at him. It's yeah. a Mandalorian. They will crush you. And then yeah. later, though, when you see, I wanted him to wave when he was next to the transport, because I'm assuming that's supposed to be the same kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I wanted him not. to wave. Yeah. He but I wanted not. him to be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of me now? I'm not behind you now. I have got my own little cruiser, which when we get to it, I'm like, mm, that's awful small now compared to what he had. Guess yeah. you're not taking a whole lot of bounties in that. Well, the mood gets even lighter because we get yes. Kelly Motto back. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And uh, one of the swamp rats takes her little puppy robot, her puppy droid, but it also takes her. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I didn't realize that was supposed to be a swamp rat because I'm like, what the hell is that that's grabbing her and like pulling? Yes. That thing's huge. It's like a little mini jaw scene. She's going, it's chewing, <laughs> it's chewing. <laughs> I love that they throw that in and we get just that comic relief because it was needed. Yeah. And the robot, come on. The droids were cracking me up, hiding uh, behind each other like, no, no, I'm not going in there. And they're shaking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what an entrance. That was great. And well, I, I guess was... Mando knows where the back door is. Yes. <laughs> she wants to know where little Grogu is and he had to send him back to his people. She's incredulous. What? You're going to make a lot of money off the guy. Think of the petting zoo. Yes. When she said that, I'm like, what did she just say? Yes. I thought she was a little more attached to Grogu than that. She actually harbored thoughts of using him in a petting zoo. Oh, 
maybe she was like just trying to make him giggle or something. Not like Mandalorians giggle often. Well, she's clearly out there because we learned about her dating life, too. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> I was dying. And I want to know if she was actually making the sounds. Like, or was she just kind of moving oh, yeah. her mouth? And they were like, okay, we'll just throw something in. But I love it. They're really furry. It's like, what the <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's funny because I imagine them really furry. I mean, why not? Absolutely. <laughs> I thought they so were he... like little moles or something inside. I wondered why he had gone back there. Why go back there? Last week, we... We're asking whether he did or would be there because we saw Pelly walking yes. around. Turns out he was there. We don't know if he's exactly there at the same time, but he's there because he's looking for a razor crest. Yep. I don't know how rare those things are, but he didn't get one. No. <laughs> Instead, she's got a Naboo in one starfighter. At first, I thought it was the pod racer. Yeah. Because I'm looking going, that doesn't, no, that's not a pod racer. And it took a second. When they started putting it together, it's like, oh, okay. Like, then it all fell into place. Right. And it was interesting to find out that, yeah, a Razor Crest is a model and not the name of yeah. the ship. Yeah, yeah, Well, same as the Spitfire. Yeah. Everybody yeah, a Mustang. Yeah. That was a Mustang. It's a classic. It's a so pile of junk. <laughs> do you think he's going to get another Razor Crest or something similar? Nope. I still want to see a Firefly class ship just all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. randomly. Yes, I'm a nerd, but I love now, that. This one's going back pretty far. I mean, you're yeah. going all, all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, pre-Empire. Yep, Phantom Menace, so. Yeah, I thought that was great, though. And then they're just putting it together, and you get the whole little montage. Work montage, yeah. The little puppy <laughs> robot. No, I need you to point here. Point, look here. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Isn't that like every parent with their kid who's helping hold the flashlight? Yes. Like every parent ever. Yeah, Pelly, no, it's not that one. It's the one with the curve. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> I knew you were the smart one. I love how she goes, oh, yeah, I just let them go through my trash. I'm like, what? What are you throwing yeah. away that they're like, all right, yeah, I'll bring you this stuff. Let me go through your trash. It's like, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, I like the way the Jawas were swiping stuff off of pike ships while they were parked. Oh, <laughs> that was cracking me up. It's like, dang. They're just under there like, doo, 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 doo. hey, you stop long enough, the Jawas are going to do what they do. Yeah, they, they're, they're good enough to find a, what, a scrud in a krill pond. But they actually yeah. steal stuff, too. And, of course, chirogenic density combustion booster that we saw first in the trash compact. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just realized that? It's, yeah. Click. <laughs> oh, okay. Way to bring it around. Way to bring it around, riders. Yep. Didn't even realize it. <laughs> and then the ship's finally ready to be taken up. Yeah. Just before that, she drops a few pipes. Uh, they stole it from the Pikes, and so she tells them pretty much in one sentence that uh, about the Pikes and the spice trade. Right. So Mando gets an idea of what's going on on the planet. And uh, like you just said, they're going to start the flight sequence now. But did anyone think when Pelly said they hogged out where the droid goes to what actually would fit there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That thought... was built for Grogu. Yeah. They took all the droid stuff out of it, put a, a Grogu seat in there. A little booster seat. Yeah. So, you know, that begs the question. Just seeing that, he's going to have to leave. Luke, is he going to be ready? Because no student apparently is ready. Luke wasn't ready. No. But is he going to be talking by now? I mean, it's only been like a minute. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like he's going to stay. If that indeed is going to house our 
baby Grogu, he's going to have to leave. That begs the question of why does he leave Luke? Right. You know, that's far into the future. And will we see it? Yeah. Well, apparently, it, it is episode six going to be the continuation of Dinjarin's story, or are we staying on Tatooine while he goes and we won't see him until the finale show up with Grogu? Well, he says I, he's going to visit somebody first, right? Right. Oh, yeah. He said he wants to visit his little friend, so that's where he's headed. Yeah, he I was where assuming we're not going to see it until Mandalorian comes back for season three. And then get a flashback to it. Yeah. Well, he has to, he has to do some muscle work. Yeah. With uh, Boba's gang. But we know that there's going to be a time jump at some point. They've said that, right? Or am I just making stuff up? <laughs> <laughs> I swear I read there was going to be a time jump. If that happens, that's why we'll have a more trained Grogu. Well, quite possibly. Anyway, Steve was getting into the part about the uh, the flight Sorry. sequence. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Did you get a Top Gun vibe? I got a Top Gun vibe, that invasion thing, because they're in uh, Phantom Menace when they're drag racing or just right, racing. The pod yes. racers. Yeah. yeah, the pod yeah, racers. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I half expected a woohoo, but we did get a couple oh, we, of Pink Ferrex. Yes, there. we did. Pink yeah. <laughs> Ferrex sheets fast. That's when we get the uh, scene when he flies up to the Starliner and nods at the kid. Yeah, spinning and going all over, doing crazy crap and... <laughs> The X-Wing police oh, pull man. him over. Yep. I love that they bring back the one pilot. Oh, absolutely. It's like, yeah, that's him. Your voice sounds familiar. It's like, yeah, good cop, bad cop. Yep. Carson Tava returns. Love it. Too close to a ship and no beacon. Yep. I recognize your voice. I would say, but he knew that it was pre-Empire stuff. So, I mean, they just don't have beacons, right? Although he did, he's like, we just put it together. Gotta do this and that. I love the other guy. We're gonna take over. It's like, are you though? Are right. You? <laughs> and then he did his whole, whole uh, Fast and the Furious. Let's put some NOS into the team yeah kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> some light thrusters. And he was gone. <laughs> and I love it. He's like, do you really want to be from yeah. paperwork all day? It's like, you know what? It's good to know that even in a galaxy far, far away. You're going to have a crap ton of paperwork for stupid stuff. Yeah, the cops are, <laughs> the, cops are the same. Yep. He gets back to the planet. Pelly informs him he's got a message. <laughs> Jen's like, what? <laughs> From who? And Fennec Shan jumps uh, down and <laughs> informs him that he has a job. Yep, and he's going to do it on the house, too. Yeah. It's not a bounty. Boba needs your help. Can you go refresh my memory why those two aren't mad at each other anymore? Well, I really together. think it was on the planet where Grogu was sending his Jedi signal that because Boba helped him basically save Grogu, that they kind of, from that point on, they, they worked together up until, you know, they went and attacked Moss Gideon's ship. So I think that's where they've built their relationship. Okay. I want to know how Pelly. Had a way to contact him, but like nobody else did. Who else was trying to contact him? You mean the uh, armor and Paz? Well, Boba. Yeah, Boba. Huh? They were going through Pelly. They just in- assumed that, okay, she's a ship person and he needs a ship. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to tap her phone. <laughs> <laughs> so oh that pretty gosh. much ended up with He says he's going to visit a little friend. Yep. And uh, we all know who that is. I would think whether we see it or not, I don't know. I yep. want to see Grogu again. <laughs> I think we're going to have to wait, though, seriously, until Mandalorian. 
I guess. And then, so how are they going to handle the muscle part? Right. We're, we're just not. We're just going to see the muscle and not. They're uh, reuniting. I feel I mean, like gonna, they're going to get. Uh, he's going to come back with a ship or Bo-Katan and a bunch of people like whatever Mandalorian she has. Yeah, yeah, that would make things real. Yeah, if if Mando does come back to to help Boba and Bo's there, then things could get sticky again. <laughs> yeah, especially seeing that he's got the dark saber. I still think that's a thing that could happen because then he'll help her in the moon or whatever, and then she'll help him get to the sacred waters. I think it's going to be like a whole domino thing. And then she's going to fight him for the. For the dark saber. Yeah. I don't know. That's the only way she's going to get it back. Unless she doesn't help him and he's down and out in the battle and she lets him die. Right. I don't think that'll happen. I think Pez Head will be there and maybe she'll fight him. Did you say Pez? I did say Pez Head. (laughs) And she'll fight him and then, like, your people suck. I don't know. It'll be a whole thing. It'll be a whole season. I don't know why they want that planet back. It's a smoking hole. Yeah. (laughs) Literally crumbled. Yeah. All right. Any more thoughts on this episode? No. We almost got a wicked awesome there. Pelly <laughs> said, Pelly says, uh, how was it? He goes, wizard. Yes. Says, oh, if you only say wicked, I knew you would be from Dorchester or something. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard wizard in so long either. I was like, what? That was great. They threw that in. I thought you were going to start going wicked awesome there. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, as always, our friend from the Netherlands, Fred, has provided some feedback for this episode so let's hear what he thought about episode five hello sean steve and dave and all listeners to the fangirl zone this is fred from the netherlands with some feedback for the book of boba fett chapter five which is quite different because it's about the mandalorian instead of boba fett was quite amazed to see him back actually I didn't see any trailers or things like that, so I was really pleasantly surprised. Even more surprised I was about the whole thing about his new ship and the whole scenes in the garage with this crazy mechanic there. Of course we need that the Mandalorian is expelled out of the Mandalorian society so he can connect to Boba Fett. But on the other hand, I found it crazy that these two Mandalorians are fighting over the Black Saber. Well, it's the Black Saber, so it is something to fight over. But still, if your population is so diminished that you even are going to fight your own uh, kind. Okay, that's all for this time. Greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands. Dark Saber. I was going to say, I kind of feel like that was already established, right? Like, they're going to fight over it because they can only win it and then, like, be in charge of everybody. Yeah. Yep. Bo-Katan made that perfectly clear that if you right. want to rule Mandalore, you got to have the Black Saber, so. <laughs> but, yeah, the back and forth between <laughs> Dinjarin and uh, our mechanic was absolutely awesome. She is so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does comedy in real life, too. Yeah. That's what she does. She's <laughs> comedian. Yeah. A little like Tig. <laughs> yeah try yeah <laughs> well fred we do appreciate your feedback as always and you, we've only got a few more episodes left to boba fett so looking forward to hear your thoughts on the last two episodes thanks fred all right well we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m eastern every friday during the season you can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com 
Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast with good ratings and reviews. It helps other fans of the show find us, as there are plenty of other Star Wars podcasts out there. Tell your friends, and I hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. You can check all that out over at www.fangirlzone.com. And you'll see all our podcasts. You'll find our contacts page because there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. And we want to hear your thoughts on the episode, the season, what you think's coming. Want to tell us something about Star Wars Day to check out any of those other podcasts that we were talking about. Or if you're from any of those other podcasts and you want to talk to us, hey, you know where to find us because our contacts page makes it easy. So this was an exciting episode of, I'm going to put it in quotes, Boba Fett, because <laughs> he wasn't there. So for this episode of the Mudhorn Clan cast, I'm Steve. You hit this button, you're going to evacuate your exhaust manifold, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm Sean Fangirl S, and I want one of those little puppy robots. Oh, and this is Beskar Dave. And the reason why I'm walking around with a limp is because someone melted my spear. Now I can't even get a date with a Jawa, and who's going to fix my blast holes? <laughs> there is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone.